When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, folks. Another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. This is Thomas. I got Ian and Andrew. Ian is just as hot as the Bruins, and I don't mean physically attractive. I mean, he can't lose and physically attractive, I guess. And physically attractive. Look at that man rocket. He is a fucking man rocket. He changed his sweater, though. I did. I've got a couple sweaters. I got a couple sweaters. That's a nice one. Uh, A little meth bear action tonight. Yeah. Boys, the the predictions have not been kind to us, though. Like these are these are two words. I mean, yeah, they're kind to me, but also in an embarrassing way. Because holy crap, yeah, the differential was what was the best differential this week? The best differential this week was plus thirteen. Yeah. I mean, that and happens it was when they hang, hang a niner on a fucking team. I, yeah. And I do appreciate that you recognize that the pasta hat trick is what fucked me for the week. Yes. Yep. You had a double like, dub coming. Yeah. I felt I felt that the second he scored, I was like, I lost this week. The The predictions giveth and taketh away. They really do. They also, sure do. Ian, we're already dead, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need this because if this turns into a monumental collapse, like yeah, right. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna keep it simple. We got the All Star break coming up. This is the last week before the All Star break, boys. It really is. Yeah, it is. We, yeah. we got to do something special for the All Star break because it, it won't be watching the All Star game. <laughs> it won't. Uh, well, I think in I think in um, in tribute to the Nickelodeon kits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll do like a kid-friendly version or something. I don't fucking know. Or, or we just record ourselves playing like an NHL video game, like a classic one. I put up that tweet earlier today, and I'm so stoked to see everybody's reaction because it kind of is helping me gauge how old our audience is too. Like we've got we've got some older folks, like my age, forty-ish, and then we've got some young guns who are like, I didn't start playing until like 2008. It's like holy shit. Okay. By the way, they. Be the my answer to that question is a game I still own and still play regularly. NHL '94, baby. Is that the one you did the roster with? No, the one I did the roster with was NHL 2K10 for <laughs> PS2. Jesus. Yeah, Ian, what was your first hockey game that you can remember? Uh God, the first one I can remember. We were oh, we weren't allowed to have video games until I was what ten. So NHL 2003 was my first. Jesus, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, it was a good one. 2003. I think 2004 was the one that like I spent the most time on as a childhood, but it was one of those. That was three or oh four. Who was who was the cover of 03? <sighs> I saw like I love that people were posting all the covers today. Wasn't like, it 04? I don't remember 03, but wasn't 04 uh, Lacavier? Might have been. No, Lacavier was 05. 
Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. I don't know. Lecavier was 05. Which one was it, Ginla on? <laughs> and Ginla was 03. Just, okay. Again, I just remember that being, okay, so maybe that's it then. Because that was, was just, I was sitting there. And I'm it was going, the head, was too. The, the, the Calgary, the head jersey, too. Yeah. Because well, I was sitting there going, yeah. was, was Ginla a Ginla in 2003? It's been a long time. He's been out of the league for a while. How old am I? How old? Yeah, the passage of time, man. Yeah. No, for those who don't, for those who don't know, I'm a massive nerd. And, uh, but no, that you all know that, but for those who don't know, uh, I have a roster project with NHL 2K10. It's the last game that had a full roster mm -hmm. that had a full ability to edit players. And I actually have for my summer project, I got a copy of NHL 2K10 for PS2 for 50 cents. And I turned it into NHL 2K24. <laughs> I spent all summer pouring over scanning reports. I want to play it. I genuinely want to play it. Yeah. Yeah, you saw the pictures, Ian. You saw the pictures of like the roster setup. Yeah, I can't wait to like play it and then disagree with all of it and just be like, "This sucks. This is stupid. Your, <laughs> you know, your rankings are stupid." On on the on the subject of cover, like who was on the cover? So up until '97, there was just gameplay action, like action photos. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until '97 that there was a cover guy. Any guesses on who that was? In 97? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this isn't a fair question for I'll me. I'll give you a hint. It's a goalie. A goalie was the first, like, lone cover guy. Nabokov. Is it Wah? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Wah's a good one for that. Um, no way, no way Mike Vernon ever got in a fucking... Wait, wait, 97. Right. 97. Cup final was cup final was cup final was don't don't say anything. Cup final I'm was not get this. You get Colorado it. and Florida. It wasn't Wa. Mm -hmm. And it's a goalie. Mm -hmm. John Van Beesbrook. That's it. Damn. That the knowledge. I, I know what I'm talking about sometimes, guys. God, the but. memory. I can't I can't remember anything from back then. <laughs> I was four, by the way. This is all. Oh, hell memory. yeah. Uh -huh. A lot of people answered Blades of Steel, and that was, I want to say it's the correct answer. There is no correct answer. It's obviously what everybody remembers. But listen to how fucking good the soundtrack was. <laughs> this was a shit. NHL hockey there for, so not, not NHL hockey, but ice hockey 1988 for uh, Nintendo was also, also fucked. Because yeah. you had the three different players. You had the skinny, you had the fat, and you had the normal people. Yeah, the that was fast, the normal people. Yeah. yeah, the skinny ones were fast but couldn't shoot. The fat mm -hmm. ones were slow, but they had rockets, and the normal ones just did nothing of yeah. note. <laughs> Fat, fats were like the defensemen, where you could just bulldoze anybody and take the puck. The skinnies, you could just go around people. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. skinnies were good at like center ice, and then you pass it to the mids, who who just had like normal shots. Yeah, there's a strategy, and it was always weird that it was four. Like I always did two players, skinnies and two fats. See, I, I, I went with the balance. I'm a, I'm a balanced mm -hmm. guy. You're a balanced guy? I'm a balanced well, guy. Well, I mean, I, I, I tried to have balance in that game because I never really have balance in my normal life. Hey, let's talk Bruins. I the guess Bruins so. are balanced right now. They Dude. are balanced. Hey, Ian, I think you said it best on your channel where this is like the most engaged this team has looked all fucking season. And oh, I, yeah. I really, really wanted to 
have something to complain about. I know that's a typical Bruins fan thing, but Jesus. when we sent down Beecher and <laughs> sent down Lori, I was like ready to complain. Like I was like, all right, well, there's a built-in topic for the pod right there. And Forbort hasn't been perfect, but they're dominating these games. So is it is it in spite of Forbort or I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I I'm giving Forbort time. I <sighs> I know what forward is and we've seen what forward is, but he did just have a huge break from the NHL recovering. I think he's looked really bad, like really bad. Yeah. I just don't think that he's been uh, enough of an issue while the offense is humming. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were outscored two nothing with forward on the ice in a game. We won nine to four. Yeah, there you go. That's that feels like that really sums up. So the answer is in spite. Yeah, it just it just it's in spite of because like I'm gonna complain about him real quick and then we're gonna go into we're gonna go into the good stuff. But my God, he looked like he didn't know whether to scratch scratch his watch or wind his ass. Hmm. Like he was completely lost, completely lost. You you out Andrewed yourself with that saying right yeah there. that was pretty good <laughs> unfortunately well for, or fortunately that's not mine that's actually a shout out to one of my best friends who recently lost uh, her grandpa and that was one of his sayings and i wanted to work it in there you that go was for them well sean i love you like a dick but i still but to be fair you are still correct i still out andrewed myself by mm-hmm. by shoehorning that in <laughs> kind of like how they insist on shoehorning Derek forward in. got him mm-hmm. Fair. Good roundabout. Right there. But I can't judge anyone for forward playing right now. He came back to health. He's a $3 million defenseman, however you want to spin that. <laughs> you The penalty kill has been poor over the past, what, 45 days at Very this point? True. So you put him back in and you let him get it back up to game speed because you certainly don't... You don't want to have that guy sitting there for the next 70 days. And yeah. then it the, wasn't the bad with Walker. Oh, we're going to put him in. I I just think he looks terrible out there. I'm just yeah. giving, I'm willing to give him time because everyone every player deserves a little but bit of time. We don't really have back. a choice but to give him time because it's, you you're going to need him down the stretch. You're going to need right, and that's why I'm not from. judging Monty or anyone for putting him yeah. in because yeah. you're the injuries are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They are. And I mean, when Lori got sent down, I think I I was more annoyed than I thought I'd be. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I was more annoyed than I thought I'd be. I still get it because it's a numbers game and waiver exemption, I think, plays a huge role in this. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's a business. Like and we got to we, we got to keep that in mind. Yeah. I, I feel like blink. I was more annoyed with the Beecher send down, to be honest. Didn't blink about that either. <laughs> yeah, I I was I was annoyed with that one. I, I, I was the right amount of annoyed that I expected mm-hmm. with that one. I would I would love to be a fly on the wall in uh Monty's Monty's office and and just get a some idea of what he thinks of the player. Of Beecher? Yeah. He's probably frustrated. Yeah. I just I mean, he's a right to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean Bo- you was probably... straight up stole Beecher's job. Mm-hmm. He was like just took it right from his hands. Is it is it oh, okay, so you're in the you're in the camp of Boquist just took his job? Yeah. Not that Beecher was doing enough to hang on to it anyway, but Bogus came in and he's looked really good. You got you guys got to remember last year, Jesper, I, I, a Bokefist, I think he 
corrected Ty Anderson the other day. I think it's Bogfist. He, he, he mixed fist into his name? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think there's a V in there. Um, <laughs> mixed fist. He was one of New Jersey's top penalty killers last year. I mean, there's a reason we really liked that signing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Low risk, low money. Guy scored scored 10 goals last year. Um, speed to burn. Defensively responsible. Yeah, stable. 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 Yeah. We had a lot and going into still season. We're like, yeah, we're not sure how stable we are. Well, he's going to add a, an ability of stability to it. An ability yeah. of stability? That works, whatever. An ability to stability. Yeah. I, th- I think Boquist stole a job. I didn't really blink at Beecher getting sent down because I went, mean, you know what? Beecher hasn't been good enough. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the guys, unlike Patra, that you can just send down to Providence yeah. and have him crank out some good games. And yeah, you bring him back up when, of course, injuries or there's a need or someone's game goes to hell. Yeah. yeah. He comes right back in the fold. Lori is one of the trickier cases because how many times a game do you go, damn, that, how the hell did he do that? Mm hmm. He looks awesome in moments. And then you look at all of his advanced stuff and he's like, yeah, he got pinned into the zone for like a minute and a half here. He gets outshot routinely on his shit. He's shifts. still, he's still really stiff. He, yeah. But he's he has really calmed stiff. down those like, Hey, I'm going to go one V four moments, which I like. Yeah. yeah. And th- those toe drags are like he, his, like his skating isn't quite there yet, but his hands his hands and his head, they they are in concert with each other. And I think that's a huge, huge step. The skating is probably the last thing that he needs to definitely work on. He's he's agile. He's agile. Don't get me wrong. But I think straight line speed, he still needs some work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was yes. I, I was but I was surprised how annoyed I was because I believe the improvement was vast enough between his first call up where he got easy. You want to say that he got pinned like his first call up. He got demolished regularly. And I think you said he calmed down some of those tendencies or some of those one on four tendencies. And he calmed down some more of the defense, the defensive of the defensive miscues. He was a little better at getting to spots. He was a little better at knowing knowing where to go it was just a time of getting there so i think he does need a little bit more work with the skills coach um but i think that if you were to inject some truth serum into the organization and they say give give us your best seven defensemen in the organization right now grismack linda lindholm in no particular order grismack lindholm carlo shattenkirk Wallerspoon, laurai and i think that's where a little bit of the frustration comes from but yeah. Again, the waiver exemption really dictates a lot here. It does. And and I also, I, we should also give a little bit of a nod to Wortherspoon here because I I don't see a reason for him to have been sent down or... or I was more annoyed by him being pushed out by Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah. But he's to be still honest, there. yes. But, yeah. yeah. Well, they turned his emergency recall into a regular recall, so yeah. he won the seventh spot. Yeah. He beat Ian Mitchell, everyone. Well, let's let's look at it for what it is. It's Im- <laughs> more important for Lori to continue having playing time than it is for Warthespoon. Mm-hmm. So if Warthespoon sits, and and I guess this is kind of the same thing for the Beecher side of things. Beecher was getting fucking benched 
so often the last couple of weeks that it's better for him to go down to Providence and actually get consistent playing time as opposed to continue riding the pine. But I don't know. There's there's silver linings in both, but neither one of them I want to see. Like I wasn't, I didn't want either one of them to go. But that's that's part of it bringing up, and and maybe it's also backed by the fact that I'm not exactly the biggest forward fan to begin with. Yeah. So seeing him take a kid's spot in in this season, especially like on on the street that we're on right now. Granted, it was in the middle of it, but like this team is heating up right now. So. Again, back to my roundabout way of making the original point was I almost wanted them to look shittier without those those two, specifically Laura on the team. Uh, but it didn't happen. The team's fucking electric right now. Mm-hmm. 29-8-9, man. Or 28-8-9, rather. Yeah. Now, I mean, we're going to have to go back and we're going to have to take a look at our, our preseason predictions and try to get an idea of... Did we actually, like, how far off are we <laughs> from what this team actually is going to be doing by the All-Star break? That's the ultimate question. Yeah. Uh, we didn't predict this. Well, no, that's nobody did. Sure. Nobody did. And what's-his-name did not have uh, all the analytics that forced uh, forced us to think this way. What was that last year? Um, Jay Fresh. Yeah, Jay Fresh had, a, had this team blowing people out last year and it's like that's not fucking possible and then they did it <laughs> so yeah and then jay fresh had, analytics be damned and then jay fresh had this team winning the atlantic again and he adjusted the model and said i don't fucking know what to do it still has the bruins in first place i don't understand yeah and i think part of that is the money ball situation the money ball situation that sweeney had to go into it's you, it you also helps that the money ball situation is working out perfectly like perfectly yeah 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 it was multiple well, home runs there. go ahead let's talk about that for a second because who are who are our money ball guys hold on JVR, so right jvr yeah fantastic geeky's been great lately mm-hmm. uh he's turned it on um heinen would obviously <laughs> speak who saw heinen hat trick yeah uh, nuts but the one of the biggest things with this team we, we've said it before it has we we have like ten third liners and a couple of top six guys. Yeah. You and it's working. You made an excellent point on the latest low quality Bruins fan on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Nailed it. Where you talked about that, where there's enough of a you have the two superstars and then you have the 10 third liners and the 10 third liners can go up and down the lineup as they, as you know, as streaks dictate. And the streaks are nuts because who's gone ice cold right now. Who is ice cold in our top six right now? I mean, it, it would have been Zaka from a scoring perspective, but he finally, he to assist against he finally Montreal. got out of that. Yeah. He did, but He's had six points in the last 13 games. So it's, yeah. I'm going to basically since the Christmas break. There's been 14 mm-hmm. games. Zaka missed one of them. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. I mean, DeBrusque has 14 and 14. Frederick has 11 and 14. Geeky has 11 and 14. Lindholm has 10 assists in that uh, time frame. JVR has 8 and 11. He missed a couple of games there. But when you have one guy who goes cold, another guy just pokes his head up. We're a Hydra at this point. Yeah. <laughs> a, 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 ter- a terrifying middle six hydra 
Mm. It's so ridiculous because yeah. literally if everyone goes cold at the same time, which we saw for a few weeks there, yeah, the team struggles. We still got points out of that. Yeah. yeah, we did. I mean, even that bad month there, we had a bunch that went overtime and whatnot. But yeah. I want to actually give you major props. And I think I've done this before, but I'm going to do it again, Ian. Uh-oh. There's too many props in one episode, man. Yeah. Uh, everybody complimenting Ian on the next voicemail. No, stop. Can we not do that again? Doug's going to call again, and I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> Frederick's a line driver. Mm-hmm. He drives that a line. That was you. That was you. What was that? Somebody made a comment about how Lauko's starting to heat up now that he's been promoted to the third line, and Frederick seems to be in the middle of a lot of guys uh, taking up their production. Yeah. Frederick's line on the bottom six? When Debruska jumped to the third line, he started to look way better. Yeah. 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 He does drive a line. It's, I don't even. That was all you, buddy. Center. We, he's we, center for the bulk of it. Yeah. Some of it he is, but he's just been great. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain what he changed about his game either. Other than he, he shot just more. seems to be you know, that. And he just <laughs> seems to be on time more often. Yeah. His forecheck is more timely. He feels like he's taking up more space. Defensively, he's been solid. There, there's a comf- there's a swagger to his game, and he, which mm-hmm. he's always had, but there's one play in particular that just sort of encapsulates his season. Detroit on New Year's Eve, and I think you know which moment I'm going to talk about. He drives the net, absolutely destroys, I don't even know who was in goal for Detroit, scores... Turns around to Ben Sherratt, who who said earlier in the shift, you're not worth my time, and says, am I worth your time now? And gives him the, come here. That's beautiful. is his game right now. Poetic. That moment. (sighs) What a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. He's not wasting shifts, I think, is the simple answer to what he's changed about his game that 100 he's not and wasting them anymore he's going out and even if it's like a quick shift a short shift bing. Ah. Uh, <laughs> he said the thing he said the thing um even if it's a short shift even if he's going out there emptying the tank and he's just out there being physical and doesn't even touch the puck positionally defensively as you just said he's not wasting shifts anymore and i think that that contributes to having more confidence because then when the puck does land on a stick and don't get me wrong he's also made some serious connections to multiple guys on this team it's not just coil he's he's found a formula with multiple guys so him bouncing around a couple of lines it hasn't affected him the way it has the last few years and i think that Mm -hmm. goes a long way i think a lot of that is communication a lot of that is communication it's a different communication style and also, we really, we really have to point out the fact that anomalous shooting percentages, right? Oh, there's a few of them. Mm-hmm. There's a few of them. Frederick looks like one, but we're talking now a 115 game sample now. We're talking about last year and this year where he's shooting 17%. I don't think that's anomalous anymore. I think that's shooting talent. Okay. 
Seventeen percent, though. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a goalie like, has an forty save percentage when he's shooting the puck. I mean, he's okay. Uh, look, I can't explain it away because you make a good point about how long that is, but it's a it's ridiculous. I don't know. How but like, when that. when does luck cease to be luck? I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> I don't get it. Come on, Ian. You know what? Someone made a really great point, uh, and I forget who it was on Twitter, that we talk about guys on the team and how inconsistent they are. And they were like, could you look around the league? There's the only non-top six, like the only non-inconsistent guys in the league are your superstars. Everyone else, everyone else is going to be deemed inconsistent because they're going to go eight games without a goal at some point. I think that was Ty Anderson, actually, because he made it a comment. It sounds like Ty. Because he made the comment about how everybody likes to talk about how Jake DeBrusque is inconsistent. Nathan Horton was wicked inconsistent. And that's what oh, yeah. Yep. But I mean, even you look around other teams' top sixes and you go, yeah, okay, all of these guys. Like, they just, they get hot, they get cold. Unless you're a Pasta or McDavid or Kucherov or whoever. Like, Marchand, you could even be like, yeah, a little inconsistent with the scoring at times. Even though he's a point per game. Because <laughs> he just goes cold sometimes. And then he gets hot. Yeah, no, he's hot right now. Your role players are always going to be inconsistent. And when they're hot, it's great. And when they're not, well, you got to have someone else step up. When they're hot, you get points in nine out of the last ten. We are 10, 1, and 3 since the... Uh, since 13 the of the break. last 14. <laughs> yep. We, uh, we are the best team in the league since Christmas break. We are the best team in the oh, league. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, only because Edmonton hasn't played enough games. <laughs> we, we are the best team in the league, period, if you go by point percentage right now. Vancouver I, has one more point in one more game. Has Edmonton lost yet since the Christmas break? Uh, nope. 12 straight. Jesus. Glad I didn't sell stock in them. Chris Chris Knobloch had the easiest job. Don't be Jay Woodcroft and tell McDavid to go. And it worked. And it worked. Good for him. Mm -hmm. And sign Corey Perry, apparently. (laughs) I don't. There's a few things. There's a Corey Perry signing, which we still don't know what happened. Which if it was was a team issue, if it was genuinely just like a he was he hit a coach in the face or something okay i could see you getting a contract somewhere else fine kyle davidson was crying in that press conference he did something pretty heinous yeah you can speculate all day and uh speaking of speculation dube and hart have both taken absences for mental health i want to be real careful about i do too i'm not making that assumption Mm -hmm. but like this is exactly where the sports world is is when a when a guy moves on or takes a break, everyone starts looking for connections. Everyone's yeah, everyone starts looking for connections. Corey Perry signs with Edmonton. The first thing is lock up McDavid's mom. You know, I mean, people are gonna fucking do those. <laughs> There's a lot of quiet intrigue going on right now. I would say, of like, when are the stories going to start leaking out? Yeah, Hopefully, I don't think we'll ever know. I don't think really, we'll ever know about the Perry. Really hope that with that other case, it's not what. People are making it out to be with the Dubé yeah. and Hart stuff. Yeah. Heinous. Yeah. Heinous, heinous. Heinous. 
put a real damper on it for you guys. Yeah, it really did. Thomas, rescue this. Depressing <laughs> as fuck. How many goals did we score this week, guys? Uh, at least nine. <laughs> <laughs> this we put up nine on the fucking Habs. When this... I, and the, the people that were like, Omar let in four on 16. Like, fuck off. Who cares? Omar coming off injury. That Like, literally, that team picked him up in the yeah. biggest way possible in that game. And carried him, yeah. 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 That was a week where... This Boston Bruins team beat two cup contenders and their biggest arch rival. Mm-hmm. Their biggest historic arch rival. Yeah, that Winnipeg team, man. Even missing their two-thirds of their top line. What a great team that is. Uh, what a streak that was that the Bruins broke. Yeah. 34 yep. straight with three goals or less. Gone. Whoops. Sorry, boys. Sorry. That's a real good streak you had had over there. Yeah, now it doesn't exist. Be ashamed someone shit on it. <laughs> and then Brad and then Bradley shit on it. Yeah. yeah. Personally. <laughs> it's been a good week. God. It's been a, a real good yeah. week. It's been a real good week. The vibes are immaculate, boys. I yeah. almost hate that we're about to hit this all-star break right now. Teams just firing in all cylinders. Does it am I remembering wrong, but isn't that what we did last year too? Like going into the break, like I've maybe it wasn't last year. I just remember well, the thing like, about last year is we had one instance of downward play the mm-hmm. entire season. So we lost what, four right. of five, and one yeah. of them was to the Hurricanes. Fuck my life. You, you're probably Thomas's right. life probably in particular. Really good yeah. going into the All Star break. Odds yeah. <laughs> are the Carlo news was, Ugh. I guess, not surprising, but still kind of a bummer. That's. Too young to have this many concussions, man. Took a little knock to the head uh, in Colorado. Mm. He said that the, that the altitude may have had something to do with this, but he took a little knock on the head in Colorado, went to the back, and promptly puked. Yep. That's not a good sign. No, it's. No. I mean, it's an immediate symptom of it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not ideal. Uh, That's six quick now. Quick recovery. Quick recovery on this one. Uh, I mean... There's been some that he was out for longer periods of time. And I mean, this is just how concussions are. There's no actual rhyme or reason. You can take a big hit, head smash into the glass, and be back in three games. Or you can take a little a little knock that just catches you in a certain way, and it could be two, three months. Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's a scary fucking thing. And uh, Terrifying. I'm, I, knock on wood, I am very glad that it hasn't... Uh, been something bigger for him right now uh, because he's having just an absolutely fantastic year and it would it would be a hard thing to get over if we lost Carlo for any extended period of time in this season yeah you you felt the effects when he was gone some of the effects when he was gone in the penalty kill yeah well five on five play too just across the board he's been having a fantastic season yep also the offense Brickley made a really good point against the uh, on the Jets game where I think it, uh, which which goal did he assist on Ian test the memory oh my gosh <laughs> which goal did Carlo assist on in the Jets game I uh, he scored a goal in the first in the Jets game didn't he or no that was the Montreal game that was the Montreal game I'm talking about yeah. the Jets game buddy it was 
It was the coil goal on the tip. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I thought that came off of that was Lindholm. Yeah. yeah, no, no, oh, it was Carlo to Lindholm. That's right, because yeah, so the Car- the patience he showed on the right wall. I got okay. you. Now. Yep. Okay. And Brickley was talking about if this was earlier in his career, he would have just flung it down the flung it down deeper. Instead, oh, yeah. he, instead, he's getting the confidence to be like, okay, I'm, I, I can make the right decision defensively, uh, offensively. We've been waiting for this part of the game, and the body's following the mind here. He's always been borderline elite defensively, and some may say straight up elite defensively. I would. I would too. But the offense is starting to follow. I wouldn't be at all surprised if, you know, you know, God willing, health willing, if he breaks 20, 25 points for the first time in his career. His career has 19. Yeah, I stopped listening to that entire thing after you said slung it down deeper. <laughs> Did you black out a little bit? I just, I, I lost. I lost it. Speaking of losing it, Patra on the fourth <laughs> fucking line. Yeah, bro. so so I'm, I'm looking at this. We already touched on the floorboard part of the returns. We're, we're now talking about Carlo coming back. So Patra on the fourth line to me makes no fucking sense. Because if we're trying to get his motor going, if we're trying to make him a, a dependable goal scorer, putting him on the fourth line doesn't do it. So what? What's play play Monty for me, Ian? What is your thinking? What, what's your thought process here for oh, putting that, that kid there? Why would he do it? Uh, play Monty. You are Monty. Talk as him. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> but you got to do the laugh too. You got to do that weird ass laugh that he does. I can't do any of his stuff. <laughs> that Get one? out of here! That I one? don't. I can't. Here's the thing. I can't think of a reason to put Patra on the fourth outside of. I just really want him in the lineup. I actually kind of can, and it's completely contextually based. All right. What's the context? Coming back from injury. It's easing him in back into the lineup with two defensively responsible forwards in Heinen and Heinen and Boquist. Now, or Boquist. Now. You get a couple games of that. He's off. He's he's into he's into speed. By the way, don't put him on the wing. Do not put him on the wing. Yeah, I was gonna say stop putting him on the wing. Another problem there. Stop putting him on the wing. He was not good on the wing. He went to center, immediately started making plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've had that couple games of leeway to do that, to like ease him back into the lineup. Now put him into a more advantageous position. Are you considering sending him back to the OHL? No. Thomas? I, I'm still I'm still on no. Okay. Um, those are two very different no's that I just Those gave. are two very different no's. That had a pause. That had a pregnant pause. Yeah. That's about to have, I mean, that pause is about to have a baby. I mean, I mean, we're looking at the depth of what we have in this team and specifically to, to call this back to earlier in the episode, we have so many second and third line guys. And that's where he is. I, I'm going to stick. I mean, I'm sticking with no, uh, but it's not as definitive as it was two months ago. Uh, I don't want to see it. And I think he has a lot to prove and a lot to uh, still contribute to this team. And I don't think sending him down is ideal. Uh, for Honestly, for either. I don't think it's good for his... I don't know if it'll be good for him from a developmental standpoint to to go down. Uh, 
it's one thing to let him play with juniors and kind of feel like king shit for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also, it's another thing to send him down to juniors and he's completely, he's completely off the map at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like actual juniors, not, not world juniors. It's, yeah, I know, I know you know what I'm talking about, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's no, but I, I'm not as heels dug in the mud at this point. Yeah. I'm, I'm on, I'm on your side with that. I think these next three games are very important. For I think that, the rest of the season. that and the deadline. If we do anything at the deadline that could possibly bump him out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I, again, I don't want to get anybody too excited about the deadline because I don't think we're going to be making any big splashes whatsoever, but. Drew Stafford, more, baby. Yeah, That's more, a Drew Stafford type guys. move. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or more role things is probably what we're looking at. Uh, yeah. And it's that that may be enough to bump him out, though. You know what's going to be a huge bummer this year with the deadline? Is that Sweeney has done such an excellent job this year. Yeah. He went all in last year. It didn't work out for plenty of reasons that weren't Sweeney's fault. Although I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. And he's done an amazing job this year putting together a team that is this competitive with guys off of off of the scrap heap, dealing with the same financial constraints that a lot of other teams are dealing with, and they look great. And the deadline's going to come and pass. He's going to do almost nothing because there's almost nothing to be done because what we need isn't super available yeah. And we don't have the assets to go compete with other teams for them. And then everyone's going to go on this tirade about you're throwing away a year that you're competitive. Sweeney sucks. Blah, 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 blah. He's done such a great job this year. And they're going to torch him because he kind of has to sit on his hands. Yep. And Ian, uh, if I remember correctly, you've been somebody who isn't as bullish on Sweeney as I or Thomas have been in the past. I had my criticism. I was two years I think ago. We all the have, but I think we all have, but I think you've been the most vocal about it. So well, he just, Oh God, yeah. there's a couple things years ago, but I'm like, I'm already getting right. worked up just thinking about it. <laughs> is he, is he your right now? I mean, I know it's a little early to talk about awards, but we're talking about Sweeney. So you might as well ask, is he a Gregory award winner right now? I want to immediately say far and away without thinking about it. But he's definitely top three right now, right? I, I'm trying to think about the league. Who else? Oh, he's old Greg. Drinking <laughs> sure. Bailey's out of a shoe. <laughs> uh, if Edmonton continues to cruise. Yeah. And then Vancouver obviously has to be in a conversation here. If Ken Holland wins the general manager of the year because of, because of that, I will actually crawl up my own ass. Stranger things have happened. And yeah, have they? <laughs> you crawling up your own ass? Yeah, I'd say that's. <laughs> well, I think I, is is Armstrong is Armstrong a uh, a sneaky candidate? That's a dark horse. Yeah, that's a it's very dark. it's very dark. But I feel like his name should get brought up. Especially if we end up if we as a as a society end up with a home playoff game at Mullet Arena. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, my brain immediately went to St. Louis for a second there. No, and I was like, no. what are you talking about? No. <laughs> um, Give yeah. our ninth defenseman a no modified no moving clause and $3.1 million. Give that man an award. <laughs> I 
didn't even think about the Yotes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a dark horse, but like... It's a dark uh, horse, his, but it's his, name, that's a good his one. name should should get brought up. Or at least, at the very least, on this shitty little podcast. He should get really? that one not Because you know he listens to this shit. He does. The only Every problem, problem does. The only problem I have with something like that is like, hey, all the young guys you drafted are finally getting better after you tanked for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Well, let's give you an award for that. I'm like, yeah. ah, <laughs> is that really? By They're the ahead way, of schedule. They're yeah. ahead of schedule. I, they I are, and, and the drafting's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. The draft, yeah, it's been not, so. a lot, not a lot of misses for him. Well, especially after... I, mean, Ch- I think we can think of one, but... <laughs> especially after John Chakia fucked off after breaking all of the rules. Yes. Yeah. As one does. As one yeah, does. I, I yeah. tend to fuck off. A logical off fuck off time. Logical fuck off time. Hey, you said he was listening to the pod, which of course he does. All the GMs do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who didn't? Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, he he probably should more than any of them. Uh, <laughs> He's not I was even told, there anymore. I was told he is well. He, if he wants another, anyway, um, <laughs> I was told by a listener of the YouTube channel, the local channel, that uh, Nifty has heard of us and seen some of the the low qual videos. Nice, Nifty. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Isn't that neat? I don't know if I can believe it or not, but he says the guy who comes was like, yeah, I spent a lot of time with the, the alums and uh, I've showed him some of your videos and talked to the short shift. That's kind of that, cool. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty fucking neat, dude. Yeah. Nifty, that's if nice. you're listening, because of course you are, you're now a massive fan. <laughs> you're one huge of the best. Horn. Huge horns. Huge horn. Nifty has <laughs> the hugest horn. Such a nifty, nifty horn. Uh, okay, terrible. Yeah, I think it's time to pay a bill. Yeah, he does, oh, yeah. he's not listening anymore. He turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> we know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbooks with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. So many words. Issuance isn't fair in there. Issuance, like that's just issuance is such a hard word. I remember when I had to read that and I read that like six times. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a fair word to include in that. No. Varies by jurisdiction also tripped me up every time that I read that one. Yeah. I don't know why. It just it feels like there's an extra syllable in there somewhere and it pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> Diction. Diction. Boys.
I just wanted to yell, boys. That's just what I do. Uh, I think it's time for the uh, NHL whip it out. What do you think? Oh, yeah. The new names for this stuff is just excellent. I feel like ever since that one guy was like, if you didn't act like 12-year-olds discovering yep. your cock for the first time, we've made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely made it we have people would take uh, you a whole lot more seriously yeah well we wouldn't be us so uh yeah. <laughs> you know. we have a target market we do there's, there's no way around it and we fit perfectly into that hole speak for yourself patrick wah <laughs> he's back baby he's I, so back this one's I, for you ian oh my it god is i don't think he's a shit coach but I just so enjoy the thought of him coming in and making the Islanders even worse than what they've already been. His first practice, by the way, his first practice, clean shaven. So, you know, team guy. Oh, I was hoping he would, you know, <laughs> yeah, undo that. He apparently within 10 minutes of the second drill they ran, stopped practice and chewed everyone out. Mm hmm. Can't imagine that not getting old, especially yeah. with him, with with a veteran team like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, look, I was out to dinner with uh, with Grace's family, uh, so I'm out to dinner with all these Rangers fans who hate the fucking Islanders, and Ooh. I showed all of them that Patrick Ra, oh Patrick Waugh was signed to be their new head coach within a half hour of me telling them and all of them just started fucking laughing <laughs> because look it's it's not a terrible hire but it is going to blow up in their face yes i got three things about this hire that are really funny to me one lou lamarillo when asked why he said i wanted him cool yeah great answer good answer two there is no way, there is absolutely no way Lou Lamarillo wasn't talking to him for months while Lane Lambert was coaching them in a playoff spot for a while. Mm. And I think he was waiting for him to slip up just a little bit to have an excuse to fire him. Yeah. In an admittedly tight metropolitan division. Yeah. Three. Patrick Wallman. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it kind of feel, it kind of feels like too big of a name to jump in. You know, do you all remember why he quit Colorado? Uh, because Joe Sackick wouldn't give him personnel decisions. Abandoned Colorado is yeah. <laughs> Do you think Lou, you, you, you're going to take personnel de decisions out of Lou Lamarillo's cold, dead hands? Mm -hmm. No, that's, that had to have been a conversation beforehand of like, hey, man, I do my job, you do yours. Let's yep. be real clear about that. Or maybe we play a little 4D chess. Patrick, buddy. He calls him buddy. Mm -hmm. I'm not long for this job. No, you are not. I am <laughs> old as fuck. Oh, that's not what I meant. That's a lot darker. <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant the fact that I am approximately 803 years old. Yeah, but like a young 803, you know? Yeah. 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 He's starting to look, he's starting to look like, uh, he's starting to look like, um, pre crypt keeper Al Davis. Anyway. Um, but maybe that was a conversation. I do my job. You do, do yours. 
But maybe part of that conversation was, I do my job, you do yours. But if you stick around long enough, you're probably going to have my job soon enough. Patrick Waugh has always wanted to run an NHL team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be part of it. And I think he's going to just bide his time. I think that maybe the part partly why this job looked so appealing to him. He wanted to coach in the NHL again, but he also wanted a little more. Lou Lambs is not going to stay there very long, whether it's by, you know, him stepping away gracefully or stepping away, kicking and screaming or not really screaming all that much. Man, if there was one franchise I wouldn't want to take over right now, it's the Islanders. Like, what's their road back to being relevant right now? They don't exactly have a loaded roster and they certainly don't have a loaded prospect pool. Patrick Waugh is the kind of arrogant to be like, I can make a road. Yeah, I do love Waugh, man. I really do. <laughs> the amount of people uh, who are like, that guy's an asshole when I was like, that's my all-time favorite like goaltender. <laughs> like, what did I he know, do his first game coaching Colorado? Tried to kill Boost Boudreaux. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, pull the goalie with seven minutes left. I, I do remember that. Yeah, that too. But he tried to kill Bruce Boudreaux. I'd watch that fight. I I don't... I, and, mm, mm, there may be decency laws in there. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Next point. We, we've covered this. What's, what's, what's in 13 straight. They're really good. The Kings aren't. Next. God, the Kings just lost to the Sharks. They're ruining my whole fucking bit here. It, I mean, it's still just, bad. Don't worry, bud. <laughs> you know, it got brought up briefly before, but um, the acquisition, we'll call it, for the Oilers this week. Is this good timing, bad timing to bring somebody like that in? Like, the team's fucking rolling right now, and this feels like a weird distraction. Had, I mean, they had to have better. done their... Uh, no, 100%, but, like, they have to have an idea of what happened with Corey Perry two months ago or a month ago or whenever the hell that was. Mm-hmm. They have to know exactly what it is. You know what I mean? Like for them to be able to be like, all right, we'll bring this on. So again, I don't want to necessarily speculate on what it was exactly at this point, but does this feel like in a weird way, like it kind of absolves him from like any real wrongdoing perceived or not? Because well, if it was anything egregious or, or crazy like we thought it was, there's a pretty good chance that he doesn't get a gig this season, maybe next. But he he got one already. And we're not even to the All-Star break yet. Ken Holland is very old boys club. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, I, I'm not going to say he did something bad enough that he shouldn't be absolved. Nor am I going to say maybe Ken Holland looked the other way. Mm-hmm. But that's a possibility. Yeah. Whatever he did, the Chicago general manager looked distraught, like def- like a defeated person mm-hmm. when they announced it. So there was that something- could just be from sheer exhaustion about having to have public statements. Mm-hmm. That could be it too, especially for that I'm, franchise. Yeah. yeah, especially for that. Oh, like oh god, I have to go in front of the media. Yeah, yeah, because you know how this is about to sound. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is a real chance that. Corey Perry really did just break a team rule that was bad enough to get, you know, cut. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but it like broke Perry a team rule and terminate the contract. Well, I mean, it, it could be a situation where he broke the team rule and he's like, guys, go fuck yourself. I'm Corey Perry. Yeah. And that could be literally all it takes. It's like, we don't want that in this locker room, but it's like, this is, it's such a bad team mm-hmm. that you're getting rid of one of your, I guess, 
key guys. So maybe it was a situation where the locker room was in agreement. I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It's it's a weird situation, and I I don't know if we'll ever really know exactly what happened. We won't until well, maybe when Felino comes out and fucking writes a book or something. But oh, I, <laughs> oh, I read the fuck out of that. Yeah, but I don't know. There, I don't think it's a distraction be, to the Oilers, though. I don't. I, don't I, I think the Oilers are rolling. I think the focus is solely on the superstars just going nuts over there. Yeah. Skinner coming back to form. Yeah, this one feels like a light blow to an otherwise great vibe situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it could just be. It could just be somebody that um, they need. They need if there's one place that they need a little shoring up in the skaters department because you're not going to get goalie help right now. Mm-hmm. It's the bottom six. Corey Perry would definitely help that bottom six and that second yep. power play unit. Mm-hmm. So. And they're not even looking at a goalie right now. Skinner has been lights out. Skinner has been great. Skinner's Skinner's doing exactly what I thought he was capable of doing before I dumped him from a fantasy team. And we're not having that conversation again. <laughs> this is all your fault. Like Stop, what Andrew, talking we're about not this. doing this again. <laughs> Ryan Have Reeves. you learned your lesson? Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves tells on the Leafs. I fucking love this story. <laughs> so he comes out a couple days ago and he t- and he talks about a series of healthy scratches. Mm-hmm. Hold on a minute, you're on IR. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean healthy scratches? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he came out guns ablaze and no fucks given. Like I, I almost respect it. I can't. I don't respect him as a player, but I kind of respect where he's coming from in this because it's just like it seems like such a dysfunctional fucking place for sure and this is just another episode of that and today today magically he's off ir mm-hmm. how they even manage that cap wise um, they were well, how does, the, how does toronto manage cap wise at all john klingberg is helping being on robada island mm. You know, that place that they send these half broken free agents to when they realize, oh shit, he's half broken. Reeves probably going to be the next uh, resident of there because, and I, I appreciated this a little bit about him because in the TSN interview, he's talking about he's got two knee braces. And he was like, oh, why do you wear those all the time? He goes, I have loose knees. They pop out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is what he said. Maybe he's not healthy. Not to defend the leaps, but maybe that's not NHL healthy. Mm-hmm. Counterpoint: A, of all people, I'm not impressed. And B, don't fucking sign him to a three-year contract. Yeah, Brad Treveling, you absolute nut. Who could have seen that going wrong? Everybody except Brad Treveling. Well, he's he's you know. The number one at something, yeah. The 1% of the 1%. 1% of the 1%. I literally burned the flames to the ground. Huh. And now I get to light a leaf pile on fire. A lot of, huh. I see. Say what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say. Were you going to say a lot of flaming? No. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like a lot of flaming to me. That's a lot of flaming. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. There is absolutely nothing wrong with a lot of flaming. <laughs> live your truth, man. Also, fucking Ryan Reeves, live your truth. Yeah, I'm no, really wait, hold a lot of these healthy scratches, and I 
bet you anything, the moment the cameras went off of that interview, Brad Trevlin got a call from the NHL office. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. My question, I didn't realize he got taken off today because I was like, how long till the league investigates this at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think it was right after that was said. Yeah. <laughs> He's what? I'm sorry. What were those words? I, I almost... I. I would like to picture at the end of that, that when the cameras turned off, Ryan Reeves kind of like looked down, shuffled some papers and did like the Ron Burgundy, like completely unaware of what he actually just put out <laughs> into the universe. That's that's what I would like to think. But I think Ryan Reeves actually is, is a lot smarter than that. And it came the out. Mike is still it, on. Yeah, I'm perfect. No, but I mean, healthy. like, I, I genuinely think like he's pissed off. Yeah, he aired that out, figuring either they're going to fucking play me or move me. Either way, he's getting his fucking money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that team, ain't winning, that, that team ain't winning a cup, so why the fuck stay? Mm. Why yeah. the fuck stay? You could go to uh, Minnesota right now, make the same amount of money, and not win a, just as many cups. Was he there last year? What's that? Yeah, he was. He was there yeah. last year. Oh, yeah, he was in Minnesota. Go back. Yeah. yeah, go back. Maybe he liked it there. Yeah. You gotta like it more than Toronto, where right now he is just getting cratered by Leafs fans, and he has it all season. But he's terrible, which is part of it. I mean, you score one goal in twenty-two games, and you get in one fight, which is apparently the job that you were set out to do. When because Brad Treveling wanted, what was the term he used? Snot on his. Well, team? you left out when he got embarrassed by Marchand after he wouldn't get on the ice with him, and then watched him score the overtime winner. When he got embarrassed by Marchand, and also. When he watched in the second game of the season, I remember this vividly because I watched the game. He was on the ice as he watched a Panthers player literally board William Nylander. Mm-hmm. He did dick. And then he gets the balls to say later on about some situation. Oh, if I was out there, I would have. You would have what? You would have what? What would you have done? Collect your paycheck? Because that's all you're fucking doing right now, dude. I'm sorry. It's just. Uh. <laughs> I agree with all of this. I don't even know what you're apologizing about. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm apologizing about. I'm fucking right. Anyway. <laughs> uh. So that's but, the whip it out. That's the whip it out. Good on Ryan Reeves for telling on the Leafs. Fuck the yes. Leafs. Fuck the Leafs. Brought to you by SeatGeek. <laughs> Fuck the Leafs brought to you by SeatGeek. What's the code, Thomas? Uh, short shift pod. Hell yeah. Use use promo code short shift pod when you buy tickets to a Maple Leafs game to scream fuck the Leafs. That twenty bucks that twenty bucks will say will go that ticket down to three seventy three seventy to three fifty. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do predictions. Let's, Let's do it. get this out of the way. Hmm. We're just gonna Uh-oh. listen to we're gonna listen to Ian's scores here and <laughs> Go ahead and give him a dub for the next week. Uh, Boys, we're starting off with a home game against the Canes. Uh, When I saw the Canes coming up on the schedule, I I didn't know if it was home or away. And I got this terrible feeling the other day that it was going to be us in Raleigh. Raleigh. How do you pronounce it down there, asshole? Raleigh. Raleigh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had this awful feeling that it was we were playing down there and it was going to be whalers night Uh, (laughs) luckily that's not until february i think they're playing the devils on their whalers night or whatever but um 
Oh, they actually didn't use it for the Bruins? Holy shit. Oh, it's 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 a devil's game. I'm like 99.9% sure. Oh, wow. if they do it for a Bruins, it, like, it, I, the next time they do it for a Bruins game, it should just be a line brawl off the initial puck drop. <laughs> like, that's, you just, at a certain point, you just say enough is enough, right? Yep. Just for the game, sign Vincent Arsenault, Joey Abate, and have Jacob Lauko out there. Just as I your mean, first your first sign line. Sign me. I'll yeah. fight Sebastian Ajo. I don't give a shit. I'll fight him. Jack Drury, I've got your fucking number, bro. I'm coming for you. Somebody clip that. Somebody clip that entire bit. Send it to him. I think those are the only two. I could, I could try Svechnikov. I don't know how well that would go. Aho just, just seems like I could. I feel like I could do some damage against Aho. These are professional athletes. Damaging Aho. <laughs> These people are experts at flailing around with razor blades on their feet. You have yeah. no shot. It would be like that first moment with uh, in Goon where he skates out and he can't stay on his feet because he's got mm-hmm. <laughs> like the figure skating skates and everything. It's so good. Yeah. I, I actually watched both of those movies uh, last week. Like in succession. Like it, I love Two isn't great. One. They're still fucking good, man. They're yeah. still Two isn't great. One is amazing. Two isn't great. I think two's pretty solid. Two's, two's still worth a watch, which is better than you get with Beats the, the living shit out of... And also, Kurt Russell's kid is a badass in that movie, mm-hmm. but he's such a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. But there's so... It's it's still good. Still good. Um. So, yeah, Canes. <laughs> Canes. Ugh, I hate playing the Canes these days. Uh, they, are, they are the hottest team in the Metro Division right now. Yeah, they are. They are. Um... Ian, go ahead. They're holding open tryouts at goal at this point. I just gotta keep believing. Three-one dub. Keep yeah. Scoring low. By the way, for those of you who don't, those of you who don't know the score, Ian is now has now has a commanding five-game lead on me with mm-hmm. eight point five. Wow, it's only five. Yeah. Only five. <laughs> you arrogant fuck. It would it would That's take right, over a month myself. to catch back up at this point. Wow, that actually makes me feel really good. Yeah, yeah no, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to start talking about like magic numbers to clinch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we did last year for you getting eliminated, wasn't it? Yeah, that's we did. Exactly, <laughs> exactly what we did. Hey, you're still satisfied. talking about our shit being in last still there, satisfied. Thomas. Uh, I have I have a four-two dub here. <laughs> this team's just scoring too much for me to think that they're only gonna score three. That said, because I put that out of the universe, we're probably gonna get fucking wiped in this game, but I have a 4-2 dub. God, I hope Ranta starts. 5-2 mm-hmm. dub. I want 5-2 dub. Even better. I want blood. I would I would love it. I just mm-hmm. just get the fucking dub. I don't care if it's 10-1 or 1-0. Just get the dub. I I'd actually I'd really enjoy a 1-0 game against the Canes. I would. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. My sphincter wouldn't. What? I said my sphincter wouldn't. Too know. tight. Be intense, like camping. Anyway, on we go. Uh, Did you just say like camping? Like shut up, Andrew. <laughs> Get off this show. Uh, You're fired. We're going up to Ottawa. Magically whisked away to Ottawa. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, go ahead. I'll let you take this one, and I'll, I'll start the next one. They're a mess. They're they are terrible. a fucking disaster right now. They, they are a mess, and they. They are going to start selling off pieces soon. So this is going to be a good scouting game. Um, I see a dub. I see a 3-1 dub. Credit to me. 
I was very, very, very close to predicting their shutout, but I didn't. Yeah, the uh, the shutout I predicted for the Habs didn't really. Uh, yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, how'd that go? How'd that go? When they scored first in like four minutes, I was like, "All right, that's on me. That's my bad." <laughs> <laughs> Did it ever feel like we were losing that game? Even when they scored first, it just I don't know. It just didn't feel like. Really you know, when it was five to four, it didn't feel like that they were gonna push to tie it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they didn't. <laughs> no, they sure didn't. Uh, I will go. Oh, I got a bad feeling about this game. This just feels like a trap game for some reason. I'm still gonna go with a three-two dub, though. I'm just keeping it simple. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know who on their team is gonna score two goals, unless it's the same guy scoring both. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go four-one. Oh, oh okay. nice. Okay. Love it. Love to see it. And then we move on. We head down to Philadelphia. This is an interesting one because I feel like it's been a long time since we've played Philly. And what what do you uh, do with this team's record? Like, how do you even protect them? I don't I don't really know because I mean, in their last ten, they're six and four, but they've lost three straight. So they were hot for a minute. They and just now lost tonight to, cool to the Lightning, off. by the way. Did they? Okay, so <sighs> they're barely above on score differential. Like, I haven't watched enough of them on ice. I've been watching a lot off ice because let's let's be honest, Torts is one of the most entertaining fucking mm. NHL people. Oh, yeah. I don't see a scenario that we lose, but like, are we really winning eight games in a row right now? The answer well, is yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and go four goals again. I'll give them I'll give them a little bit of credit. They're going to score three on us. Wow. Yeah. No. Fuck. I want to be I want to be up four two. I'll stick with four three and then we'll talk about this next week when it should have been 4-2, and that's what cost mm-hmm. me the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go ahead and put that out into the universe. All right, there you go. Um, by the way, uh, Carter Hart, I think we've already mentioned this, but Carter Hart is currently uh, on leave. Their son's been playing great, though. Where did he come from? He's been fantastic. He's been so good. I, I don't know where he came from, though. I don't, I don't have an answer for that. Sweden? <laughs> Well, when his mom fell in love with his dad. Mm-hmm. All right, love is a bit of a stretch, but yeah. right. <laughs> when mom, when mom, dad, and somebody son. else picked this goddamn game. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna go with a three-one dub. <laughs> the kids are very simple this week. So, are we gonna win eight straight games with these last two on the road right before the All-Star break? I can't imagine that they lose this one heading into the All-Star break on a good note. I'm going to steal Thomas's score because he put it out okay. in the universe. 4-2 dub. All right. You put it as 4-3 here. Oh, he 4-2 dub. I, mm-hmm. Sorry, I yeah. took me a second to register there. I just got excited that he has set a score. I am I am <laughs> glad that he stole the uh, the score that I wanted, the 4-2. Because Which means it's now not going to happen. It's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah, it makes I you feel a lot better. I do definitely appreciate that. Uh, boys, I think it's time for some fucking voicemail. Let's fucking go. Let's jump right in. What's up, boys? Ari Morrison here at Ari Morrison Five on the Twitter, and I heard you guys just discussing um, 
Swayman uh, and the future contract that he's going to get. And I was wondering if you have any concern about the fact that, or like, I guess uh, what I'm positing is I think part of the reason our goalies have been so successful over the last year and a half is because they've gone back and forth every night and they haven't had to consistently play, basically. They've been sharing the net and... I'm just wondering if you guys have any level of concern about Swayman's performance dropping off once uh, he becomes the main guy in a couple of years. And uh, yeah, do you think um, the Bruins should try making him the guy with Allmark as the backup for a little while and just see how it goes before committing to a lot of money to him long term? Um, yeah, I, I don't remember a comparable situation where where you have like one guy who seems to be the future, but you haven't really seen him take the job yet. And um, I have to say, I'm a little bit concerned that that we give him a big deal and then Allmark goes elsewhere in free agency. And then we find out that, oh, actually with a full workload, Swimmins like, he's a decent goalie, but maybe he's not exactly what we thought we were getting. So yeah, curious to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Have an awesome one and go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this right off the rip. Uh, you're you're worried about what Swayman will do when he has a bigger workload. We just kind of saw it when uh when Olmark went down and he fucking handled it beautifully. Uh, Swayman is playing lights out right now, and I do think he has the mental makeup to be the number one guy. And let's be honest, guys, he's the one right. Now. Olmark, Olmark is the secondary guy, and I, I am not scared of him getting uh, more of a workload. And to be honest, leading into the playoffs, uh, as we saw Olmark go down, I would like to see Swayman kind of get more of the lion's share. Not necessarily what we're seeing, more than every other game, but maybe like two-thirds of the game. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think it's a fair thing to be worried about. I, I get where you're coming from there. We are not going to have an instance in the next like three years to find out if you could if he could play 62 games in a season or something like that, hmm. which doesn't really exist anymore in the league. And then you talk about the playoffs and all right, if you're going to have one guy go the whole run and all that kind of stuff, we're not going to have a chance to see that with Swayman. It's just not, for at least a couple of years. I mean, they're going to try to split the workload 60 40. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's kind of an unknown that you have to deal with. And I'm genuinely not all that concerned just because of, I mean, Swayman's numbers are ridiculous for his first 110 starts. They're ridiculous. Comparable. Yeah. yeah, comparable. Historic. Historic. Comparable yeah. to some Hall of Famers, which, I mean, there's some, conti- I mean, I think Mike Sullivan of the uh, Something's Brewing podcast uh, posted some of those numbers and there's some contextual Hall of Fame numbers in the contextual era numbers in there that I think we need to take into account. But He's been nothing short of amazing. Mm. Um, I want to continue to see the split as we go along. Yeah. Um, and I mean like the 50-50 split. Because I think the split in itself has benefited Swayman to have a goaltender that's good enough to split 50-50. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it just feeds into itself. Um, 
there's a question in the playoffs of like you know do you go with the do you go with just the one do you go with the hot hand or do you continue the rotation but i think i think we're not at that bridge yet hmm. so it's just worry about how you're going to get in there first yeah and I, go from I'm, there i'm more with uh with ian on this i think 60 40 60 maybe 63 feels like a nice percentage let's go to another call the following voicemail is rated E for Electric Factory. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. Uh oh. This is AJ Z0656. I'm on the social media family mention Twitter. Uh, I'm calling because holy hell. I just, man, putting up a nine spot on the house. Talk about getting like a full-on tent, my guy. Holy hell. Just a <laughs> fucking absolute beaut of a game. We had to go out there. Uh, Heinen had to get his first career hattie. Absolutely love it. I mean, dude, gone from a PTO to a freaking bona fide, like, bottom six winger. But, like, bottom six winger on this team, pretty freaking impressive. Um, I'm so hyped because it's the first game I was able to watch start to finish. Um, giving you guys a call in the morning because I was watching my daughter last night and I had to be very quiet. So that's why I'm really loud right now. Hope you guys have a great day. Hope the Bruins have a great rest of the week. I'm going to hit you with a good old... I can't imagine him being quiet for anybody. Cater yeah. is, um, is, is his, I love his that we got phone. some lore, yeah. and I love, <laughs> I love the Good Morning Vietnam yeah. callback on that one as well. <laughs> He's gonna have to start calling from a landline because his cell phone officially shit the bed the first ten seconds of that call. There. <laughs> oh yeah, please, I'm suffering. <laughs> please, I can't take it. Uh, he's not wrong about Heinen. No, like, no, just like honestly, like he, this, uh, we only got the one call from him this week, and mm. that's totally fine because he killed it in a minute and twenty seconds. If you're only going to talk about one player this week, I'm almost glad it was Heinen because we could talk about Pasta's hat, hat trick all day because we haven't fucking mentioned it other than me saying, "God damn it, why did he get that hat trick?" Because it cost me the week. Mm. Talking other about hat tricks in passing, yeah. Like, that's how good this fucking team has been. But I think Heinen gets his flowers. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad AJ was the boy to do it. The power play goal Heinen scored where they were force feeding it to him. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to get it. He's he's in the net front. Uh, who was trying to guard the net front on that? Was that Jordan Harris, who you picked on? Uh, he was fucking terrible. And I think it was him. What a donkey, dude. Like... <laughs> You gotta get a body on someone. He is he, he 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 had like three or four feet on Heinen, and Heinen was just like, all right, net front tap in. I mean, by the way, did you know he he went to Northeastern? Did you know that? Because I, Jack fucking said it like fifty five times. I, I did catch that once or twice. In that <laughs> I swear, I just like I love Jack, but the amount I tuned him out on the stuff. It's really reaching a high level, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Jeez. All right, here's another one. What's up, short shift? It's the rat. Geeky continues to be elite. 
please eat Forbert into the sun. <laughs> and then I need to clear up a little bit of confusion here. Uh, the whole Shorty shit last week? That wasn't me. I have no idea who that was. It was not me. <laughs> have a good week. Go Go I DM'd him afterwards. I was like, dude, that was a bang on Shorzy impression. He goes, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's amazing. Every every caller has different layers to them, apparently. Uh, here's another one. Boy, it's Macaulay Mark here. Holy shit, balls. I'm at the freaking Winnipeg game right now. I tag you guys in all the sweets, but oh my word, Matt Pasha has earned himself a fan for life. We're up 2-1 right now. I don't give a shit if they come back and they win 7-2. Honestly, I am on pile 9 right now. Holy shit, balls. I didn't know what to do during intermission besides go use the fisher and call you guys. I'll fall as well. Hope the Bruins win tonight. They're looking pretty good. Go me! Don't be. Don't be. Hey, Macaulay, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think he was pissing while. I think while he was calls. pissing. There was a good echo in there. Yeah, that man had a dick in his hand while he was calling us. Well, hopefully, not the first time that's happened. I'm willing to bet it suits this podcast because I'm willing to bet at least a third of our listening audience listens with their dicks in their hand. Yeah, or somebody yeah. else's dick in their hand. <laughs> I am genuinely way, jealous of anybody who went to that game. By the way, that game yeah. rocked. That yeah, game ruled. Yeah, that game was fantastic. Do you want to know how many high danger chances the Winnipeg Jets had all game? Can I guess? Yes, you can. Six. Nope. Four. Four. Correct. Four. Hey! All four occurred in the third period. <laughs> All four occurred in the third period. They had zero the first two periods. They fucking did come crazy. The that is crazy. Uh, one more. What's up, guys? Adam Western Mass. Just finished up against the Jets. And like a complete degenerate, I just watched the entire game. Stepped outside to smoke a cigarette and then proceeded to watch all the highlights again. Anybody else see that? Oh, wait. Anyways, anything better than, yeah. than a DeBrus Shelly? That shit just gets me fired up. Mm. Anyways, just wanted to call. I, uh, sorry, I just lost my chance. I'm pretty high. Um, <laughs> I, I swear I heard you guys talk about it before, or maybe it was a different uh, Bruins podcast of lesser quality, of course. Um, How dare you? Can you rattle off like top three dudes for sell top three sellies on the bees? I love a JG selly. Anyways, thanks boys. Go bees. Go bees. Go bees, and I love this question because I have a very quick answer. Okay, go. Number one, Jake. Jake's sellies are awesome. Number two, McAvoy, which which Jake kind of copied, but Jake kind of has his own. And number three, my favorite selly of the year was when Patra scored his first two and just taunted the crowd in Anaheim. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Those have been my favorite sellies this year. Uh, oh, man. Uh, so, DeBrusque, DeBrusque and Mac are my two and three. Marshan's sellies are just... They're rude. Yeah. <laughs> he just turns and yeah. stares everyone down as if he, and he then, spreads it, the arms like yeah, Jesus it, Christ. And I was going to say, Pasta does like that same thing sometimes too, but Marshawn just has it fucking down. Yeah. Because you know, especially if he's on the road, that's what he does. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's, in certain arenas, he just gets booed every time he touches the puck. What's better than just putting your arms out, palms to the sky, and just fucking accepting it? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
palms to the sky on your gloves that are threadbare. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever look at the, like the, the, the instep, the insoles on fucking Marshawn's gloves? Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't change his gloves. They are the most disgusting things. They look like they're about to melt off his body. Yeah. Love that guy. It's, it's part of it though, man. Sometimes you just have a piece of gear. Do you know how many fucking players still wear Reebok shit underneath their, their uniforms? God, that's so Reebok hasn't made fucking hockey gear in a decade. So funny. Oh but my God. Reebok, Reebok shins, Reebok fucking shoulders. Or, uh, Jesus. But. Oh, head, no, so head, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. What's up? I want Coho jerseys back. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I just lost an auction on a Coho. Uh, I'm very, very sad about. I was Aww. looking forward to talking about it, but now I don't even want to discuss it. So we're going to move on. Um, great call, though. Great call. Great, great call. Love all call, these yeah. calls, all these calls are good. Um, love that he was high as fuck. I love I that he told that. us, <laughs> <laughs> as if we didn't all immediately go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I we got right. it. We got it. And, and for all the uh, the cops listening. The one Adam that lives in Western Mass. Go get him. Yeah, have Go fun. Get him. <laughs> any cop, any cop that heard that call, no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> no, no, I like Thomas. Go get him. He's a rule breaker. You go get him. Go There's got to be a cop that listens to this show. <laughs> yeah. Call in. Call in if you find him. <laughs> they're, they're typing in the computer to find the one Adam from Western Mass. Uh, you no, know, all those calls were awesome. Everybody, I fucking love these calls. Oh, uh, if you My favorite segment call, of the show. Oh, yeah. If, if you want to get a part of uh, or get, be a part of it, 860-506-5444. Was that yep, enough that, fours? Yep, you did feels, three, so that's enough. Yep. That's three, okay. 860-506-5444. There it is. Um, yeah, call us. It's open 24 hours. One of these days, I'm going to pick it up and just pray it's AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Just pray it's it. AJ just be like, hello, and then Thomas just bellows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or, uh, good go evening, ahead. AJ. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> just so... Uh, <laughs> how you doing, bud? Hi, AJ. Um, <laughs> there it is. There is... Uh, I, I, we can get to our final points here before we, we uh, log it out. Um, one more whip it out. Saros. Officially, uh, uh, reportedly on the trading block from Nashville. No. My my short short little uh, uh, I guess victory lap here is one of my very hot takes uh, before the season was I thought his name might appear uh, as a possible trade candidate at the deadline, and it's looking like it's at least a possibility because they are apparently taking calls on Saros. Kind of surprising wow. considering they are two points ahead in a playoff spot right now. But Saros has had kind of a down year. Andrew Burnett's done a hell of a job over there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was the key in the New Jersey. And not Lindy Ruff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the report came from uh, from Pierre, so. Pierre? Pierre. LeBron. I thought you were going to say Maguire. No, no. I was going to say, what has he reported on lately? <laughs> Where does he end up? Is that like, yeah. do the devils go all in? I don't know, man. But uh, my, the the scary Carolina. thing would be if he went, no, I don't. Oh, Jesus. Toronto. I'm so fucking pissed off. Yeah, the scary thing would be him going there. Mm -hmm. 
Or Toronto Toronto's would need to scrape together something, though. Like, I don't... Oh, somebody big is going. It, it Great be... Ryan Reeves. Yeah, Ryan Reeves uh, in, in like a six would probably get that done, right? Yeah, sure. Ryan Reeves uh, in six. Holy shit. If they do a Marner trade, oh it's my Marner, God. Marner's possible. I don't think there's any reason for Nashville to uh, look at uh, what uh, Jesus Christ? What the fuck's his name now? I just had a complete mental break. Robertson? No. Uh, nice. No Tavares. I, I oh just Tavares? No, 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 like, no, way. I, they, no way. There's no way that that happens. But I'm sure if they had to choose, if Toronto could just drop a contract, it would probably be him more than a Marner. I could. Man, they could would you do that imagine, though? Be the Tavares for Soros? Oh my yeah. God! They would do that right away. Could you? But there's no reason for Nashville to do that trade. Could you imagine though? That is Subban for Weber levels of seismic. If it's like Marner for Soros, one for one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of it. When's the last time we saw two Hall of Fame caliber players get traded for each other? Subban for Weber, one for probably. one. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. that might be it. Larson for Hall, one for one. Uh. <laughs> Uh, hmm. I, I thought you were about to talk about the uh, the Hall from Buffalo trade. <laughs> oh, that second round pick, I'm telling you, man. Dude, do you don't think it was Bjork's more than a second round? Yeah, it was more than second round. Let's give. Oh, Anders Bjork, who is? Let's see, where Future is he right Hall now? of Famer. Hold on, hold on. He's currently on an AHL contract in Rockford. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought he went overseas. Never mind. Good for him. Nope, he's still in the AHL. Uh, poor Any guy. Other closing thoughts for you guys? No, I'm just ready for this game tomorrow, man. I'm just oh, man. I'm is already another litmus test. You think yeah. this is another litmus test? Because I do. Uh, I would it's say hard less, less of a litmus test than uh, than Winnipeg was. True enough. Yeah, and at this point, you're also getting to the point where, like, hey, we're both good teams. One of us is going to win. We can't, like, overreact to that. It is going to be largely, like, how do we look against this team? Right. Wonder who's going to start in goal for uh, Carolina. That's what I'm really interested in. Because uh, right now, it's... Oof. Ranta is there. Anderson still hurts. Kochekov just landed on IR, but I think he just came back recently. They just plucked Spencer Martin off the scrap heap. They played a little bit of Yaniv Peretz, Qu Quinnipiac guy. Mm -hmm. uh, played a little bit of him. Um, Good for him. Good, Good for him. him. Good for that guy. Um, I don't know. What's David Ayers doing? What's the Zamboni driver doing? <laughs> It's gonna be a good game though. Yeah, I need I need a dub. I just need, need a dub from this. I, I need a dub. I need it. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably stay largely off of Twitter um, for the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, 48 if we lose, 24 if we win. Um, probably fair. Yeah, I need I need this one. So let's get it. It's for Tommy. For Tommy. For the champagne. Go bees! Go bees! Later, boys.
Yeah. He doesn't, he's not listening anymore. He turned it off. 